A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Hello, signers. Uh, Before we get into this week's episode, we have some new five-star reviews to read. Uh, If you weren't aware, if you're just tuning in for the first time, if you leave us a five-star review, we will read it on the podcast. Uh, It doesn't have to be a good review. It just has to be five stars, and we will read it. Uh, so we, we love your reviews. It helps uh, with the podcast. So please, uh, if you like the show or if you don't like the show, rate us five stars. Uh, yeah, you could put whatever you want in there. I mean, again, we've said within reason, but even if you don't like it and you want to hear a sound off, you can do it. Just going to put yeah. five stars on it. Yeah, that's all. You Fair can trade. do it, but it will hurt my feelings. <laughs> uh, but this week, uh, we do have some new ones to read, so we'll do that now. Um, this one comes from Carly Broccoli, and it's entitled love you pisces sun leo moon love your sorry love your pisces sun leo moon aries rising friend uh says wys has helped me learn more about astrology in a fun way julia stevie and lisa's personalities are the fact that we are all learning more about astrology together can't wait to listen to more episodes hell yeah yes thank you this Capricorn approves. What? Thank you, <laughs> at yeah. Nikki. See, see, there are chill Capricorns about this pod. <laughs> <laughs> at Nikki under or Nikki underscore Capricorn. Julia, Stevie, and Lisa are my astro dream team. They help my office life not be so sad. Oh, can't wait to get my chart read by them. Cap emoji, heart, and arrow emoji. <laughs> Cap emoji. Okay obsessed by ariel elizabeth can't stop listening love def recommend for all the astro curious 
short and sweet. I like it. Astro curious. Yes. It's like, you know, I've been, I fooled around with it in college, but I really want to see if I'm still into it. Yeah, I'm astro curious. (laughs) Uh, This one is entitled Yas to the LOLs and Astro Info from Lady Jane 9. Uh, if you want a boring, stuffy astrology podcast, go somewhere else. This pod is so fun. The hosts have great chemistry, and they all give super great insight into all the literature out there about astrology. I'm a signer for life. Also, the bonus eps on Patreon are mad juicy. EXO uh, from a triple cancer. Just not wrong. Crabs. Yeah. Crabs on crabs. <laughs> <laughs> it's like triple cancer, and you like us? Yeah. <laughs> Fun and informative. Adam J. 22. Is this a boy? Oh my gosh. My heart is fluttering. Uh, (laughs) I love these girls. I've been wanting to learn more about astrology and this podcast has been so helpful. Super fun. Super informative. I have been through the entirety of the episodes in less than a month. Oh, that's scary. (laughs) Shameless grab for advice. My rising moon, Mercury, all Leo, Mars, and Venus, both Virgo, are in my first house. What does this mean? What does this heavy concentration in the first house mean for me, XX Adam? Um, Well, kisses to you, too. Adam. I'm going to pretend it's Adam Duritz of the Counting Crows. Oh, Um. my God. (laughs) If it is, Adam, I just want you to know all of those uh, touch tunes residuals that you're getting are coming from Lisa and I. uh, So you're welcome. Um, First house heavy, huh? I wonder. Do you struggle with self-love, maybe? Mm -hmm. Perhaps. Um, Or just really obsessive over self-image. But definitely, I mean, when you're, I mean... Because you wrote in, you actually will get this slightly answered now. But um, I think it also means that you are hot. Oh, for sure. You're great looking. I mean, I am wet right now. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, also like Adam J. Like I'm already in love. AJ. Like I'm just already there with AJ from the Backstreet Boys. Yeah. Also, all Leo and Virgo. Yeah. Like definitely well groomed, put together. I mean, you. It's interesting. I've met a lot of first house Mars and Venus people lately, and I feel like they're very um, self-righteous, self-concerned, and also, like, independent. They're like, is it weird that I, like, never want to get married? And I'm like, no, No. because you love yourself, and that's totally chill. And when you meet the right person, it will click. But um, we love you, Adam. Yeah. Uh, Was it my turn? Yeah. Okay. Girls Rule by (laughs) by Libra Moon 714. Uh, these girls know your sign and they will drag you with their accuracy. Literally, they have done the unthinkable, made an Aquarius, in parentheses, feel emotion, laugh. Aww. Mm, yeah. Happy birthday. Yes. Aqua. Aqua in the house. Those were nice reviews. Yes. So thank you so much uh, for reviewing. We really appreciate it. It helps a lot. So please uh, do it. We'll be very grateful. Uh, and without further ado, please enjoy this episode. Welcome to What's Your Sign? I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Anderson. 
and I'm the dwarf planet in this <laughs> podcast. That's so cute. I see a planetoid. <laughs> that was one of the other things that I read. I was like, oh, that's cute. A planetoid. Oh, it sounds like a nerd in like a 50s cartoon, uh-huh. like Marvin the Martian or something. Oh, dwarf. You would dwarf planet. Welcome to Podcast Hour, where you learn how to be the best podcaster on this dwarf planet. (laughs) Uh, My job ended today. Congrats. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you to all the coworkers who I found out listen. Uh, Shout out to Shannon, who recognized me at the job from the pod, which was very cool. And I was like, I was like, at first I was like, please don't tell anyone that I do this. (laughs) And then eventually talked a lot about uh, astrology. And I had um, a very cool chart reading moment today because by the end of the day, you're like, yeah, fine. I'll look at your boyfriend's chart to like whoever's around. And one of my coworkers showed me her boyfriend's chart and I was like, okay, Gemini moon, is he kind of like a wish it a wash? And she's like, no, not at all. And I was like, okay, Virgo rising is like a this to that. And she's like, no, not at all. I was like, I'm like, your boyfriend's either really not to type or do you have his right birth time? Cause like, usually it's not like this, like, no, 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 yeah. no. And she's like, let me check. She's like, oh fuck. I did put AM instead of PM. And everything was like 100% once we got the right time. But she was so impressed just because i was like sorry i don't want to be that person but like are we are we looking at the right birthday here because like it's just too no one's ever like i feel like 100 percent like no i found no, i'm not, not i don't think I'm, your, I, I don't feel like for your big three there's you I don't know scott's a weird one oh does he not he's, he doesn't fit at all to me what is i know he's a uh aries. rising aries aries and sag moon sag moon Taurus, right? Oh yeah, you guys share. You're flippy floppy. We're the, we have the same houses, kind of. Mm-hmm. But know. he's at the beginning uh-huh. of Taurus. Like his rising is like at one or two degrees, and I'm at the end. I want to get more, and this will be future episode. Obviously, I feel like degrees are just so, and it, this is literally one critical, like mm-hmm. of just like the like basically like pouring an ingredient into a pot of just like so how like severe do you come off or how much are you swinging to one side's like vibe versus another well for your house for your rising it's like super important because your house is like my first house is gemini more mm-hmm. you know it like overlaps because my rising's at the end of taurus mm-hmm. but his first house is like taurus taurus you know hmm. mm-hmm. so does he not vibe with any of the three or does one sing truer than the others? I mean, he's always smoking. So that's, I, <laughs> I just assume it's like a fire sign. Great. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I don't really see him as Aries that much. Did he have Pisces in there? He has a lot of Pisces and Libra. Mm. And I think I see that more. Mm-hmm. Well, that feels like it's always going to uh, outwardly like hamper those other parts because i feel like that libra libra and pisces just wanting to be peacemaking or like those things always are gonna overshadow uh or he would not even if he isn't feeling harmonious Mm -hmm. like he's definitely not gonna let on so it doesn't i think that that's like a a trait where you're able to like mask whatever internal shit that you're doing so i mean i think if you could like listen to the tape in his mind yeah yeah. you would be like oh yeah this is a fucking aries sag moon well yeah the 
thing he's been saying on stage about Mac Miller, I think that's like an Aries Sedge move. Oh my god. He's been like <laughs> so funny. He's ju- he just gets on stage and he's like, twenty nineteen, our first full year without Mac Miller. Oh my god. <laughs> Like, it's just, like, such a strange observation. It is. And it's, like, he was saying, he's, like, I don't understand why it's funny, but it is. Like, uh-huh. the, it's one of those, like, just. Is he a Mac Miller boy? Or No. no. He was, like, I don't even know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I just know that it has been a year without him. Yes. The, you seen the listen to the tape in his mind. It's, like, it's so the plot of what men want. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I've seen no trailers for it, but I've seen the billboards and the I mean I saw the trailer. Oh, I've it seen looks it. awesome. I mean I can't wait. Okay, but these billboards just show how women are still disrespected because it is just Tajari P what's her last name? Henson? Mm-hmm. Hen- just like on like the plainest blue backdrop with like I don't rem- who's the dude? Is it Tracy Morgan? Yeah, it might be. Yeah. Okay. And I'm like, you know, look, they couldn't even ball out on a fucking marketing budget for this girl. She's trying to figure out what men want. And guess what? She's going to she's going to know. Is the trailer. The trailer's great. Is it like what women want? Is she in a workplace setting? Yes. Yes. Type. Yes. um, It's probably scary to hear (laughs) what the men want. Yeah. I I mean, that's what I'm they've, (laughs) They've like made it where it's like kind of calling out, uh, like sexual assault and culture and stuff like that. Uh. Well, she works at a, I think this is how they got away. I think this is how they're getting away with it because I was just thinking, I was like, why haven't they done this before? And then I'm like, oh, because it would be like disturbing. It's yeah. not like, it's not funny. <laughs> like it is for a man to figure out what a woman is thinking. That's but hilarious. She's like but getting to the top. She, well, of yes, her I would field, say she's right? in the sports environment. Always. It's always got to be a sports so environment. So I think it's like, we feel sick. We know she's like, can stand up for herself mm-hmm. then it's like if she hears thought like you know what i mean it it feels less <laughs> like the power dynamics are off yeah no sports it's so weird thinking about like movies and sports agencies because it's like the great equalizer yes. um because we me and kate for criterion watch jerry Maguire, and it's just like sports is like a safe place for men to feel emotions because it's just like the only time that they ever like could maybe cry with their like dad or like bros or like whatever it is and also when a woman's in that space it's like she's cool she drinks beer like and it's just like this like safe it's a safe space for men to feel like they're like oh the woman is well at least she's here so she must be maybe kind of my equal or maybe like a few steps below and then the men can also like be feelers for once because they can channel it into something that's not their actual emotion is fat it's yeah. a fascinating watch. Well, I want to see Paddleton. What? Is it Paddington? Ever's movie. It's coming out oh, on February yes. 22nd. It's a new Mark Duplass movie, and it looks yes. really oh. good. Okay, those Duplass brothers. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? <laughs> one can have the front, and one can have the back, is all I'm saying. <laughs> and I'll Let's let look you, up their chart. And I'll let you guess who's on the back. I think he's, I want to say, I want to say Scorpio. Which which Duplass? Mark. I could see that. I bet Jay's an Aries. We're, let's look. We, let's see. We got to do right. some. We got to do. This is one of those that I'm going to remember now forever. Yes, ever. exactly. And it's going to feel creepy. Oh, our friend Ever is in the movie and you everyone should go see it. Yes. On February 22nd. Everyone see it. Also watch Ever in the feels available on Netflix. Yeah, she's great. Uh, dun, dun, dun. 
That was a Netflix sound. Um, I see. Duplass is a December. Mark Duplass is a December 7th. Sad. Uh-oh. Also, very cute. Brothers vibe. Another 7. March 7th for Jay Duplass. So, Pice? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe we always feel like... Maybe, maybe there's some Aries in the chart, but uh, those Duplass brothers are cute. Uh, what men want comes out uh, February eighth for anyone that yeah uh, go <laughs> see what men want also, <laughs> also yeah support female uh, leads in yes, film absolutely I uh, I never see commercials because I just have ad blocker and stuff but when I watch Hulu for all my ninety day fiance needs I get to see commercials again and I saw the best commercial before I came here and I was like remember to tell them about this commercial because it was for Build-A-Bear, which I was like, hey, haven't seen you in a while. And they were special advertising, like, you know, come to Build-A-Bear where kids can be a kid. Don't you remember Build-A-Bear? Wow, we had such a great time here. And we're offering a limited edition Jason Mraz (laughs) (laughs) Build-A-Bear. Oh, my God. amazing because they are keeping up with the times a to z so (laughs) funny what does it just have like uh fucking flip-flops and a straw hat of straw fedora (laughs) i mean you know one of those like beach the beach fedora Oh my god! Oh my fucking is. god! I just Google cheated. this, I listeners. Just, oh my god! Google we'll have, please, if I make remember, a note, make a okay. note to post it. I'm gonna text myself because that's, that's too. We can't deprive uh, that. That is so <laughs> fucking funny. And if you go to Build a Bear, he's he, yours. I was just gonna say, does he have a little paw thing, the, like the butt? You know, you can push push the thing that like makes a sound or has it does yeah, something. Does it, it just like say, have like It's gotta. Oh whoa! Here's him with here's him actually. With I mean, no! Oh that my is god! Terrifying. Oh my god! <laughs> also, it's like he's his hat is the same color as like the the backdrop. Okay, I gotta look up his sign. He's not good looking, dude. No. Oh, what's it? Did you get it, Jason Mraz? All right, I'm getting it. Um, I got it. I'm gonna guess Libra. Oh, he's so ugly. He can't be a Libra. Oh my god! <laughs> ri- he's not a Libra rising. Mm. <laughs> um, no, God, I don't think God works like that. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, Jason Mraz, if you're listening. You're not that ugly. He's unique. Oh, What's you! I can't believe you didn't guess. Cancer. I thought you see. This is. I need to get in touch with my. I'm trying to like get, be more intuitive. Like I'm making like a conscious decision, and I was like, it can't. I was like, I want to say cancer, <laughs> but that just seems so obvious that I like do that all the time. Where well, I'm like, my first instinct is so so easy. Well, I think, and maybe this is like a little too deep, but I think sometimes like we've trained ourselves to not follow our instincts for so many other things in life, where it's yes. like, don't. Don't snap back at your boss. Don't like, uh, you know, mm-hmm. don't have that extra shot at the end of the night. Don't whatever. Like, yeah. So that when we are trying to do intuitive things, those like blockers come up. Yes. And tell you like, don't say what you, you know. Yes. So no, that know. absolutely, absolutely makes sense. He, he's a Virgo moon. Uh, Gem Mercury. I actually share a lot in common with Jason Moraz, wow. Taurus Venus, <laughs> and he's a Taurus Mars. So he probably, you know. Probably okay. fucks hard, yeah. <laughs> as long as it's from behind. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm sorry. Putting someone ugly isn't nice. <laughs> just put uh, put that hat over your face. 
Is he bald? Is that why he wears the hat? I've never. No, seen- I think he has like long hair. Jason Mraz had like a moment in the dance community uh, for a while, and like, so I know like so many Jason Mraz songs that I can't unknow. Yeah, and I, they're I like know great. Too. They're great. Uh, he he has a full like head of hair, like yeah, really nice hair. Why is he covered with these bonehead hats? <laughs> his hair is kind of like. Oh, he looks cute there. His it's because he's a cancer and he committed to he the hat when it was there. when hats were having a moment, when like fedoras were having a moment. His and he's shell. Like, yeah, he's like, I have to be this laid back, cool beach guy. And Dude, it's like. He has actually like a really nice forehead and like really beautiful hair. He's doing himself a disservice. Yeah. Someone get his people he needs on the to, line. Like, let himself <laughs> call our like WYS hotline. Yes. Oh my God. Leave us a voicemail. <laughs> hey, who please. was that one girl who kind of almost knew Mark Ruffalo? Get back, yes, can you get back can on you that? Use your celeb connections. Oh my God. We got to get him and Adrian Grenier on the oh podcast together to talk about environmental issues. Oh, oh, that'd be so. Astrology and the environment with your co hosts, Mark Ruffalo and Adrian well, Grenier. We know that Adrian would. Absolutely. I mean, we had dinner together, so. (laughs) And we heard him talking about astrology. Yeah, I definitely was eavesdropping. Cancer, right? It was like painful to not chime in because it was like, it was, it, because we were the only people in the restaurant and it was like, we should have just left the sticker at their table or something. But it was just like the, it was like, the Julia was eating her face cookie. I was eating my face cookie. I was like, I can't hand. I was so. I was like, this is torturous. It's like a cartoon when they're like taunting you because it was like, of course you were already distracted by this fucking hot celebrity guy at the table next to you, and then they're like talking about astrology. It's like begging yeah. you to just go over and be like, oh my god, what? like, <laughs> do you like astrology? Like. Bleh. Yeah, I don't like think about like oh in like terms of life like oh this was a mistake or I have regrets but that was a mistake like we should yeah. we should I have mean, done it. It took everything in my power to not just be like oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I think I would have like offended him. No, I know it. It's because I, yeah, he and does I'm a it. Huge fan. He, I think, he seems like one of those people that like is maybe. A little not like embarrassed of entourage but like one of those things where he's like proud of the work that he did that kind of thing but like doesn't like the people who watch entourage mm-hmm. should be embarrassed the first <laughs> season they say, they say the, the r word a lot every episode <laughs> oh my a god a lot um <laughs> they had a quota they had to hit for like <laughs> network regulations like, i feel like there are some people where if you did something like that they would think it was funny but i feel like he would be like yeah, I get like yeah. you know I'm having dinner. Like, <laughs> what sucks is like since we're in LA, we're trained to be cool. Yeah, but we were in New York and we were technically tourists. Like, we could like, that was like that time. I mean, not. To, I don't know. He did not want to talk to us. He no. waited until we left to leave. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's like fuck a picture. I mean, I think that we read the situation correctly. We were polite, but it also. I like, mean, we also were could have fully been like hey i'm so sorry but we Mm -hmm. the fact that we just overheard you talking about astrology so we had we took it as a sign to come talk to you or whatever like hey sorry we just came from this event and i know we're contemporary artists in our time (laughs) but just had a overheard your convo whatever i'll tweet at him or something skype in on the pod that's a good idea well he's on cameo what oh that's right yeah yeah the one where you can pay the people uh, what if we just like paid him we could. It would probably be a lot, though. He was like two fifty. It wasn't that much. He didn't charge the full. 
<laughs> so embarrassing. It was kind of low. I was surprised to see him on there, honestly. Hey, this is just, you know, he's probably just wants something to do. For anyone that doesn't know, Cameo is this you probably know cameo.com they don't sponsor us but you can get you <laughs> can gonna get a cameo account, we though. should get a cameo oh account. Ooh, just to roast someone's sign yes. just oh, i guess we can just right. set up our own cameo yeah. we'll like make fun of someone no i don't know this is side subject yeah but <laughs> this is an off pod <laughs> we're really doing good today guys. we will talk shit about you to you for you uh but cameo you can pay like mainly washed up reality stars this is where pablo got me um the nicole from 98 fiance to wish me a happy hanukkah um and like then sometimes like good people on there your billy zane i saw him recently wesley snipes they're like 500 though you know who i love james roday i wonder if he's on there i'm obsessed with him who is this is this a pump um, he is an he is like one of the I think great actors of our time. Ooh. Uh, it could he could be uh, people are probably like she is an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, who is it? But he was the lead in a show called Psych. Of course, he's an uh, Aries. Um, and I remember the branding for Psych. Oh yes, yeah. and if you watch his, even if you don't like watch the show, if you watch like a pr- a commercial for it or something and then watch his audition tape on youtube you will see that like he basically created the character like his acting is mm-hmm. it's more than the writing from his own psyche yes mm-hmm. exactly but um yeah i just think he's super talented so i would definitely ask or pay for like a birthday or something from him okay oh yeah okay make your cameo request known so i remember later on when i'm when i'm thinking of gift time and i don't feel like it would be expensive <laughs> <laughs> not to call it out because this is information that is on the website but hal sparks was twenty dollars so there's a wide range. You can get someone like wow. if you wanted to wish you, someone to like wish you a good morning every day, you could, you could budget it in. Well, I mean, I think that there's some strategy to that though too because well, it's twenty like that you thing, would clean up exactly. That's I think like that's kind of smart. All of, yeah, it's like who wouldn't? And it's the work that you would have to do to do it is like nothing. You could just be like, hey, and especially like because his persona is like aloof and kind of like. Uh, you know, roasty or whatever. Yeah, like, I mean, it'd be like he would just be rude for whatever and then send it off like, i mean for like for the t- anyone under 50 think about it like would you spend 250 on lance bass or for like 20 intro from house sparks you can do a continuating like message from like celeb to celeb and get like three to four people that used to like watch on daytime tv to tell yeah. your mom to have a horny birthday <laughs> <laughs> please do not tell my mom to have a horny birthday <laughs> oh yeah it was just your mom's birthday it was happy um, mommy birthday i am getting better at guessing people's signs and by you guessed your mom yeah well i guess uh, yes i guessed my mom's <laughs> sign but i finally i looked at her chart and i didn't guess her i didn't guess her stuff uh but she's a libra rising like that me makes sense Aww. And then I guessed, but I just did guess my dad's. He's a Scorpio rising like my sister. <gasps> okay. Cute. That brings up something so interesting that um, just in classic fashion of me using the internet, I didn't click on it. I saw, I hovered over and saw a thing, but someone in one of the Astro groups was like, does anyone have experience with their family? Do we think like that maybe something in our chart is like, uh, what's the word? Like passed down or like, she's like, for example, like, my great grandma Aries moon, then the grandma Scorpio moon, then the great, then the mom Aries moon. Like it was like an Aries moon Scorpio moon, like 
forever. And then on like the dad's side, it was like a Pisces Virgo swap for like forever. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, that's cool. Like all of my female cousins are Cancer moons. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. kind of crazy. Yeah, I don't know. Tor- um, Scott, I think it's interesting. Some of it, like his whole family is Earth signs. But then Ooh. he's a fire sign, but with Earth rising. So I think it's interesting. It's like you fit in in that way, but you don't feel like you fit in. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't. He f- like, yeah, you look like your family. But yeah. You don't feel like them. Yeah. I was just thinking about it as, as like being able to kind of uh, f- put context to your life, your childhood mm-hmm. in like a different when you can be like slightly removed from it. And be like, oh, that's that dynamic there. Like it for me, a lot of the just kind of because I, you know, I think that raising children is just like a lesson Mm -hmm. for both people involved. Uh, And just kind of being like, oh, yeah, they have uh, my sister and I are both mutable signs. So like we are the the teaching them about different styles of communicating or like translate how to how to like engage with that or. Uh, like my my sister, my dad, and me all have the same moon, mm-hmm. and that's like a I don't know. I, like it's like you almost like want to talk to like an odds or statisticianist, mm-hmm. like and be like, so like, what are really the odds that you and your family would share well, these that, things this many times? I guess it. it this is wild. Uh, I know Jessica Lignato. I don't know if she has like a blog piece about it or something, but I know that she does a lot of like heritage. Um, like specializing stuff Um, but just thinking about this that it's like I don't want to I don't want to like minimize or like uh, use generic words like this but just like daddy issues Uh that it's like oh these because if your moon is your you know emotions your subconscious your shadow that kind of like that would make sense that like his shitty father issues would influence his emotions and then that knowing that us as his children will also be influenced by that oh do you know what i mean it's like this is the trauma i'm passing on to you Uh uh-huh it's like not that it's it's like some god shit like mm -hmm. if you really like boil it down it's like oh the past that you're taking might shape the yes this like timings and outcome and fate and like things happening when they're supposed to happen e things so that when you're make your kid they then have this like map that's like the same as yours yes or it's like this like almost like everything has a like consequence action consequence mm-hmm. and it's like okay you uh you have these signs and thinking of how that will just influence behavior that's like oh, okay because you because you didn't make this basketball team like and it hurts your feelings now I'm like the the button gets pushed on the child's natal chart that's like oh you're gonna have a cancer Mars Whoa. because you need to teach because you need to learn a lesson that this is like that do you know what I mean like I, do, I know what I you do mean. think that all of it is intentional in whatever I know that sounds like I don't want to get like religious because I know well, everyone. Well, then it has becomes different... sounding like predestined or something. Well, I do think it kind of is like because we've talked about this before, where it's like if you have like a difficult placement, you have all these other things set up that help you understand how to, like, if you have like a, say for instance, Cancer Moon, like me, mm-hmm. like I have a lot of Earth in my chart in order to ground those like heavy emotional like the moon is already fucking cancer. You know what I mean? So it's like Mm -hmm. you are given all this other stuff to like support your chart. Does that make sense? Yeah. I was thinking this is like maybe a side tangent from this, but like since I'm like ended a job and like 
being a freelance person, I'm always like, okay, what's the next thing? Lighting my money candles, like setting intentions, but also like newly starting therapy. So like trying to like deperfectionist myself, like also, and just being like, okay, like this, my, my like little prayers, if you will, have like definitely changed since like thinking more about like this being like, okay. And I really like, you know, I want to sustain myself and I want the job that is going to make me happy and like bring me the money and bring me the money. And like, sometimes I'm going out for something and I'm like, Oh, if I don't get this, I probably definitely wasn't supposed to like go this way. Like, and if I get something that's shitty and I go that way, maybe that's like, okay, you learn that you don't like this shitty thing. And then you also meet a new person at a job that brings you the next thing. But just like accepting like the L as like, Oh, this L was probably doing me a solid yes. in the long run. Cause this is just, this would have just wasted my time. I was just listening to, um, Tara for the wild soul, her like February medicine thing. And mm-hmm. that was one of the things that she was talking about is like the asking, uh, before you act on something at taking the moment to be like, Oh, is this for my highest and best good? And if the answer is no, accepting that no and trusting that there is, that there is something to be learned in that no, that's going to give you a yes Mm -hmm. later. Like with that, like really. Oh, same. So hard. No, it's like, I was, cause I would like almost just got this, like one of my highest paying longest jobs, like it was supposed to begin. And then I, it fell through and it was just like, in my mind, it was like, money saving for my thir- my 30th birthday's coming up i can go on a trip uh, yes goals and then but then also re- realizing like but if this falls through like you haven't been offered anything yet just know this would have been really far and this would have been like more of your time and also like do you even want to be doing this field and all, like it was just like accepting like the highs and the lows at once and just being like and either way i'll be good and yeah. it was, it's hard because it's like I, I, I'm Taurus I'm money like I want that but I also like know that that doesn't ne- always make me happy like I do like freedom and uh downtime and like time to just reflect back on like getting like lost in the day-to-day and like that's going back to previous conversations of like leaving stoves on and getting more you know tied up and then just like not being present like I know like the not being present is kind of cheesy but whatever it, it's true so uh I agreed, I guess. All <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's not like, I don't, it's not like everything happens for a reason, but it's like, there, right. if you, if we don't judge, if we don't get upset that it's not happening in the one way that we thought and yes. we look for, like, there is a, a reason in anything that's happening that you can find, like, if you, if you submit to the reality that is the situation, then it's like, oh, what can I learn what gifts does this moment have for me to, or like, what am I supposed to learn in this? Oh my God. Is this already a quote? Not everything, not everything happens for a reason, but everything for a reason. Fuck. How did you say that? I was like, there's always a reason. There's always a reason. Every something happens. That's like tight. Like if you think about it, like just deconstructing language of like, because that's expectations. Well, they're, they're like, I guess that is just literal too that it's like uh you did something and so there is, like so there is a reason something happened that's just like an objective fact not like a bigger reason or whatever but it's like you didn't get that job because and the reason is someone else got it yeah like mm-hmm. that it, so there is Whoa! Everything does happen for a reason. Totally. I was just going to close a tab, and it was Jason Mraz's hair, and I was like, "Oh my god!" So everything does happen for a reason. Hell yeah! I want to apologize if you want to um, 
rewind about five minutes back uh i was burped into the microphone <laughs> anyone anyone that heard that i want to say i'm sorry to you Damn. i'm gonna edit and set like a good air horn before it goes off so or just like be... one of those big comical burps oh yeah like like, 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 like a reverb echo yes, burp exactly i'm down <laughs> well um speaking of disrupting oh yeah. i think it's about time we get into this week's topic uh this week we are talking about eris uh, spelled E R I S, uh, and uh, this is the the tenth planet, a dwarf planet. Aww. I saw it referred to as a shiny, icy planetoid. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're we're talking about this. This thing got me like thinking about so much shit today. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hear. I it. mean, we'll go. We'll get. Well, we'll get into it. First, but. first question, because Julia, you brought up Eris, and I'd heard of Eros, but I didn't ever heard of Eris. What was there anything? And this, there might not be an answer to this. Was there anything before we picked it as a topic that you saw that made you want to look into this more? Yes, I briefly, I believe Annabelle Gat posted something about it oh. on her, on her one of her Instagram stories. And I was like, oh, what's this about? And and I think I feel like I had seen it somewhere else, too, but I don't remember what. Um, but I looked that up mm-hmm. and then I just saw briefly like the first thing that came like the first Google search thing that was just like, OK, goddess of discord. And I was like, oh, right. this is it. And then but like I just like skimmed through it. Uh, but I was like, I like this. And I, because, also because we talked about. Reminded me of Lilith, right? Which right. was such it a was fun, yeah. Lilith, a lot of the research. yeah. So I was like, oh, this is a fun. Th- I like. I want to learn more about this. So I, is it generational? Yes. yes. So I didn't really relate to it, but I wonder if it's like because I don't necessarily like. It's like being loud and brash and like well resisting via like. Was this specifically for Aries or for your house? For Aries. Because like yeah. that was the same vibe um, before. When we knew we were picking this, I was like, before even looking up anything, I was like, where's my Aries? And then I like get online. And I was like, oh, we all have the same Aries. Yes. Yeah. Like it's like 200 something. I have it written down somewhere. It's like 227 years or something it's or five other. five to eight years that it moves a degree. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I have it from 1926 to 2048 yeah we will all, all be in aries aries cute yes um so i got like very excited i was like oh what does that mean aries and aries like this and so i was like oh wait this covers like such an expansive period of time there is no way that like we're all gonna be like oh that's so me right. or like yeah. you yeah, know that's what i was like but, yes. but i do and i can get to we can do this later i do have like a breakdown via yeah. house Same. um that actually was kind of like surprising like usually i feel like with a lot of the planets and asteroids um and whatever like nodes and things like in different houses like i feel like once you kind of know the symbology of a sign and then you learn the purpose or meaning of the planet and now we're familiar with the houses you can kind of plug in what that symbol like what that yes. means for you but this one said all different stuff and like that it normally says for each house i mean quasi related but definitely um just it was different but i'll yeah. I'll, I'll get to there later on up so that i can yes know which house is um all right so just some some technical stuff um i mentioned it earlier uh eris is the the name comes from the greek goddess of discord um and i fucking love this story mm-hmm. um tell us the old ancient the mythology tale. is that 
uh, Eris was not invited to a wedding, uh, like God wedding, uh, because she was <laughs> always causing drama everywhere. And they're like, we're not inviting her. We want this to be a nice day. Mm-hmm. And she was so pissed that she uh, was like not invited that she was like, oh, I'm going to like, I'm going to still fuck this up. Yeah, uh, right. Like you're you're gonna rue the day you didn't invite me. Uh so she Eris goes over and she bitch. throws an apple to I, the yeah. goddesses. A golden apple in the middle. It, yes, the- and she says, This is for the fairest one here. And this is for between Aphrodite and Athena and Hera. And they all are like, We're the fairest and they all look to Zeus and they're like, Which one of us is it? And then he's like, oh, no, I'm not saying anything. I'm going to make this guy Paris do it because I know I'm going to get in trouble no matter who I pick. So Paris is like, all right, yeah, I'll pick. And uh, he picks Aphrodite because she promises him the most beautiful woman in the world if she picks if he picks her. Uh, And that woman was Helen of Troy. Uh, right and then paris got helen of troy and then it started the trojan war so she started a fucking 12-year war because she wasn't invited to a wedding that's, that's she's that bitch that's fair that's 100 fair. also it's the, i don't know if we know or like or if that matters but the wedding was of peleus and thetis who became parents of achilles mm-hmm. so i'm sure there's like also some like she also cr- like I don't know. There's like that tie in mm-hmm. of like that, you know, random weak. Yeah. Weakness, if you will. Yeah. Um, I mean, she's the the female equivalent to Aries. Right. She's Aries mm-hmm. sister. So it's like she's the female uh, when we're talking about, you know, I don't mean literally female, but like the the other side of war, the other tactic, the feminine. The yeah. Fem- yes. The the like female version of fighting. And it isn't as like aggressive necessarily as Mars, but it is no, just as persistent for sure. Yeah. And it, but it's like, it gets the same thing done. I don't know if y'all are in any, uh, all women Facebook groups, but <laughs> I do feel like, uh, it's pretty, it's pretty evident. Oh, what kind yes. of fighting happens in there? You know, oh, well, yes. a lot of golden apples, yeah, yeah, a, lot of, a lot of golden apples yes. in those groups. Uh, when do you guys, think of like greek mythology i know this gets brought up a lot but do you see the hercules characters when you're talking about it in your mm-hmm. mind because i like oh i exclusively see them which is kind of a problem i don't i picture but... the um triton from little mermaid oh, as yeah. Neptune. all right yeah but i don't yeah i also read those um what are they called books the one where he fights like a lot of the creatures there it's a kid's um, series like a young adult series. Um, let me look it up because now. Jackson? Yes, I read some of those, so I have like different, I guess, mental mm. pictures. That's yeah. cool. But then the Helen of Troy took me to an imagery of back in the day wishbone vibes because I feel like they heavily covered Helen of Troy, and I remember as like trying to be like a cool, smart young baby post wishbone, like going to my grandma's like lounging room where she's just like, she's such a bookworm and being like. Hmm, what should I read today? Homer looks nice. <laughs> and then just being like, yeah, I'm not. I've got like a page. In. That's so funny. I'm like, this book is thick and uh, dense. <laughs> well, this uh, dwarf planet, 10th planet, uh, was discovered in January of 2005. So this is new. 
Super new. Very yeah, new. Pasadena. In Pasadena. Make by some a guy noise. named Mark Brown. Holla. Uh, trying to name things after women. Trying to name new planet things out here. Yeah. Naming shit after getting some ladies in the stars. Appreciate you, boo. Oh, um, but he did name it after Xena Warrior yeah. Princess and had to yeah. change it. So, yeah. really? Yes. It was initially originally named Xena. And they the were f- like, it's just so funny. I listened to Ann Ortley's like, lecture on Eris, which I highly recommend. It's called All About Eris. Check out Ann Ortley. Um, she also has a great podcast. Um, she... Yeah, was saying that there's like all of this like astronomy politics. That thing was interesting. So they like uh, the astronomy politics are one. He did name it Xena, but everybody in whatever governing board has to vote and approve of the name. So it didn't get approved. So they like shot it down or whatever. But when they discovered Eris, um, it was so big and bright and shiny. They were like, oh, this is for sure bigger than Pluto. So that means we have to demote Pluto to being a dwarf planet because it, this thing is bigger. So they did the shadiest thing in the world. They had an astronomy conference. You have to do it in a conference because you yeah. have to have like a quorum of astronomers. Yeah, they have to all vote on this. And they did it on the last day of the convention thing. When everyone was when everyone traveling. Was, like leaving. So <laughs> and they're going to say drunk. Like, <laughs> no, they were like, nobody goes to the last meeting. So they're like, oh, we're going to do it during the last meeting because everyone that's going to be there will decide, will vote with us. And they voted whether or not to demote Pluto. That's how they demoted that's Pluto. That's how they Isn't demoted that Pluto. That's too and casual. And then a bunch of astronomers like were like, wait a minute, we didn't know we were voting on this. Like, what the hell? We don't agree. So that's like, but that's why her name is Eris. Like that... Even in her com- like becoming, she yeah. causes shit. Um, I love all, all this information that I just heard. Like, I just got such the visuals. I just got like it's like the stock market, and like everyone's yelling, like, "No, we That's didn't get you. We yeah. didn't get to know. We yeah. didn't know about this." Pl-. You should also know what's being up for voting yeah. before. That's what she said. She's like, people are at the airport checking their phone, like, "What?" The yeah. astronomers we voted that Pluto's yeah. not a planet the astro- anymore. The astronomers like- are all in their hotel shuttle, like, "What the fuck?" Yes, they're like, and they're getting texts from their friends who are like, "Weren't you at that conference? Did you vote no on Pluto?" <laughs> yes. And then just being like, "No, they like they duped in." Um, I really wish this was still named Xena. That would have been so cool. But then it would have needed a Gabrielle. They said they initially named the moon Gabrielle. No. Yes. Which also, it's just like, okay. also, it's like a little bit like, did he really think that we were just going to let that be okay? Um, <laughs> no, she said on the thing, she was like, he's super respected. So like, he, he like could have yeah. gotten away a with A moon it. named Gabrielle. I mean, that sounds so cute. I would... Uh, that's like so just uh, fascinating. So also, I found a website I just wanted to shout out. <laughs> I haven't been oh. reading, but I really like it so far. Eighth and Twelfth Houses dot com. Oh, oh the, the, those house. I mean, those are slippery houses. Those are my houses. Oh yeah, that sounds wild. Yeah, I'm we gonna get real into that. We haven't. I feel like we haven't shouted out a good obscure website in a while. Yes, <laughs> I love it. Please. Oh yeah. Please send it. This is a s- obscure website safe space, so you can send us any of your weird, like you know, main state f- based astrology websites. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll take them all. Just the golden apple thing too. Just thinking of the relation to Lilith and Adam and Eve. Apples, apples all around. Mm-hmm. I didn't think of that. Yeah. This just just came to me. I was like, oh, like what's with 
What's with bad girls and apples? <laughs> well, it's you know, like planting a seed. Oh, and that kind of like all all sorts of illusions. I'm sure can be throwing, made, but throwing Johnny Appleseed for a whack. Whoa, um, but yeah, yeah I so love that guy. <laughs> Johnny Appleseed, <laughs> is he real? I wish he I was hot. Know. Was he? I would love to know his natal chart. <laughs> Johnny sign one hundred. Johnny Appleseed natal chart. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, but, but the, so with the size, because I feel like I was seeing a lot of mixed information about that. It's very close, but then the brightness and density like threw people off, and they were like, "It's bigger than Pluto." But then but they're like, not. "Oh, it's like a little bit smaller." We think it's not. It just it reflects the light, so it like looks bigger. Yeah, super shiny. Yeah. <laughs> Glittery. That's the, yeah. But I mean, so it's, um, like we said, it takes a long time to change signs. So we'll never see a, a it's, you know, a century almost um, that it's in the one thing. But picture the planets as worlds of Mario? <laughs> or is that just me? <laughs> Sometimes. Like kind the, of, uh, ice planet, ice world. <laughs> yes, <laughs> kind of. You will never believe this. What? Johnny Appleseed was real. Really? Oh my He's God. a Virgo? He was a pioneer. Um, his birthday, we have the full natal chart uh, for all the Appleseed heads out here. Uh, September 26th, 1774. Wow. So Libra. Yes, Libra. Dang, Libra sun, Gemini moon, Taurus rising. Taurus rising. Johnny Appleseed fans. Uh, you're in a, again, he was probably as, a bad person. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, also, sorry, I don't. Sorry, I don't know anything about like what Johnny Appleseed stands for yes. or like does. But if he's an ancient white man, he's probably he probably, probably it's at least a bad. Maybe he wasn't white. A bad deed or a bad Maybe seed. He was like a good person. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Someone send us a book report on Johnny Appleseed. <laughs> I really thought he was made up. So <laughs> I'm just stoked that he exists. He's a wait, um, American pioneer nursery man. Oh, he introduced apple trees to large parts of Pennsylvania. He's in uh, Ontario, Ohio, Indiana. Oh, he's real. Yeah, he went planting apple seeds. I yeah. thought that. I was really the... thought he was just a sing song. Like I, I didn't know. He I was mean, real. I think that his probably last name wasn't really Appleseed. <laughs> 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 it is now. <laughs> uh, but anyways, this uh, it is a like a generational um, thing. It's. I think that it happens on a like a society scale and on a personal scale, just like all of the outer planets do, where it's like you have it in your chart. So there are ways that you are kind of like reflecting the way that you're experiencing your lifetime. Um, but there also are just like inventions that happen and people it's like the um, on the macro scale, it's like someone who invents something that then disrupts how the status quo mm -hmm. you know yeah because like um like the lecture what was the lady's name again Anne ortley yeah like that like i was glancing through her in insane pdf uh but just like talking about like eris's place obviously i think will impact you or or not impact you depending on it's um the aspects that it's going to have with other things in your chart her whole pdf was like really going into like badass feminists who have like strong Very strongly aspected heiress in their chart yeah and the main the main one that she kind of like honed in on seemed to be uranus an aspect to eris since obviously uranus is about change and um, sudden changes and just kind of like shaking shit up just talking about all these like kind of like feminist politicians um activists 
etc just having like the the trend of having that um heavily in aspect which i think makes sense with something that's such a big generational you know asteroidy thing again like you know people have mixed reviews on even if asteroids really do that much in general but again they're they're cool as like Mm -hmm. they're cool as fuck like and they're worth like take if you're gonna be in astrology it's like well might as well like see what you're all about and seeing this kind of historical timeline of like the beginning of 1926 like obviously the whole 1920s and beyond lots of major things have happened in our world and i can't even imagine what 2048 could possibly if we're here like what this could possibly be like i mean so one of the things you talked about is um like uh, again on a macro level when eris conjuncts uranus Mm -hmm. there are like major changes that happen so it's like uh on one of them it was like there was a volcano that erupted uh there are you know political scandals are revealed on these moments like one of them was when hillary clinton got the nomination for Mm -hmm. the democratic party and then the other thing was like trump also getting the nomination is like another right you know spark plug thing so it's like events that happen it's also people that um have the need to like on their le- on their personal level they need to like disrupt mm-hmm. and in doing so they shift the way that we do things from now on you mm-hmm. know like that they invent something and they're not meaning to not meaning to overthrow society or whatever but it ends up and you can't necessarily you won't you don't know in that moment that this is going to be the thing that changes everything and eventually it would become commonplace and we can't remember a time when we weren't able to just turn a light on with a switch yeah whatever like but somewhat something some of lightning struck you know and changed things so mm-hmm. it's it on the big level that's where it is but i think in your on your personal level this is similar to to lilith because it's like where you want to create chaos or how you how you disrupt uh-huh. um what like or what, what is like brought to you what energy you're attracting or like um the way that you might uh the way that you're received by someone might bring out in them like this quality because you you incite these reactions or whatever so it's like i don't know it's one of the things that i also saw was about um how you deal with authority which i kind of see that um reflected in the story about the wedding where it's like how how do you like what parts of your life do you take control of or or when do you um what's the line for you Mm -hmm. Uh it's like where you will not be you will not be told no like you would like even if you can't you're not invited oh but this is the thing like i will not let this go i will never in this if it happens in this area like this is where i have the most just like go go get them uh because like i will not Mm -hmm. whatever whether that means that you which is why it's like a powerful like Lilith it's like a powerful thing to tap into this is like a thing where you could have really great like fuel to accomplish things fuel to grow as a person fuel to achieve your goals and stuff like that but if you also just like really lean into it let it consume you then it's like where you're just super jealous where you're real resentful where you're angry where you um where you dominate and you know, kind of you enforce your will when you cause 
where you stir shit up. Yeah. You know? I, I was, I'm wondering too, if it can even be depending on your house placement, since we're all going to be, I mean, unless you're like a really old listener, like, I mean, I don't think anyone, <laughs> I don't think anyone, if you're born before 1926, call us. Cause yeah, we want to know, wild. we want to know what, uh, your heiress is all about <laughs> um but even just maybe where i was thinking at first like yeah, oh is my where dad would be whoa no, Nin- before no, 1926 oh wow weird uh, <laughs> of just like where at first i was like oh i wonder if this is like kind of where you sabotage like mm, she wasn't really sabotaging she was more just like oh what makes you like flip out and then want to destruct everybody yeah. <laughs> where it's because it's either i mean either way you're destroying something but it's like are you doing it because you're swinging your arms or are you doing it because you are uh like embracing the anger you have about something in order to motivate you to do something to change it like systematically instead of just yelling about it that's like that's when you're totally letting Eris take over but when you're like oh I never want to be made to feel like I felt when I went to this restaurant so I'm going to make sure that from now on all restaurants have you know whatever i don't know i can't yeah. finish this analogy um, but it's handicap yes accessible, accessible bathroom yes exactly or, where it's or, like that i'm gonna make sure that every restaurant in america does that uh mm-hmm. so it's like the same we need we need both of it and it's both like they're both information but mm-hmm. it does change on your ha- you know obviously by house placement we all have it in areas but um another thing it can be also it can be retrograde um just like everything oh. else. Um, I have Eris retrograde. Um, and usually that means you have difficulty expressing or like dif- you don't you don't experience a lot of envy or that sort of thing. But people do like you bring that out in people. Oh, kind of thing. like people are envious of you or they are uh, like angry towards you or whatever. Oh, I wonder if like how it maybe relates to your Venus too could be like, I'm like such a jealous asshole like all the time. So I wonder if I have like some Venusy well, things popping off with my heiress. Cause like I want something to blame. Well, it's a bit, so it's, I mean, yeah, we'll get into houses pretty, pretty quick, but it's all, this isn't okay. And this will make sense. I think when we, when we're talking about it in the houses, but this, this kind of like where I was like, Oh shit, mind blown shit. Uh-huh. Um, this is like where, this is an area where we have experienced unintended consequences. So like you did something or someone got something or whatever and mm-hmm. it 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 something happened that you didn't want to happen or whatever or like that you didn't see coming. Yeah. Um and because of that, you don't want to like do anything associated with that going forward. Like, oh, I never go to a Dodger game, you know, in April because the day that I went, like I someone dropped hot coffee on me and I burnt my leg or whatever like yeah and so now it's like I can't it just goes with like the resentment things or yeah. like the resentment thing like those unintentional consequences are definitely worse than you know what I mean yeah it's yeah. like a movie when, yes, when it's like exactly. oh you did this and then like your parent like gets sick because of you know or yeah. right. so it's like you associate those things with these bad past experiences so you like you seek to avoid them and you also like take blame Mm. for really con- you boil something down to taking blame for a really complex situation where it's like oh my, it's my fault my parents got divorced not the fact right. that your parents 
were fight that there were all multitude of people to blame in the situation or like right. that have that have responsibility it's where you've just made it this thing that it's like nope i am the cause of this i am the reason why this so i have to guard this i have to like dull my shine or whatever so mm-hmm. these things don't happen um uh another thing that we like something to look about like look at um when we go through the houses is that you also can look to like the opposite house so if your heiress is in mine heiress is in aries um the opposite of that is libra so the kind of like fallout from your heiress often shows up in the opposite house so it's like oh i want to disrupt this way so when i'm feeling this disruption i feel it in my physical body or something like that like kind of like nodes a little yes. bit like you're kind of gonna f- like feel it in the polarity of like what's going yeah. on with you i i have relationship issues so it happened like it expresses itself in my personal feelings about myself like those right you know, or it's like i have i have issues with um you know holding on to my possessions so that manifests itself in my relationship to other people's stuff mm-hmm. you know yeah yeah Oh yeah. All right. Interesting because my vertex is Libra, so that is like even next level of like fated mm-hmm. like mm. stuff. Hell yeah. Um, so let's go. Um, <laughs> if your uh, heiress is in the first house, uh, I mean, you are a fucking fighter. Um, Anne Ortley described you as you approach the world as a fire goddess. And I was oh, like, shit. hell yeah. Um, some people with Eris in uh, their first house have names that start with E-R-I. What? Uh, like Erica. Erica. Erin. Erin. Eerie. Erin. I was like, I can't think of others, but I'm sure there are more. Erin Brockovich. Yeah. I mean, she herself, like, she herself was a disruption. Like, she oh, took her, fuck. you know what I mean? Because it's like, you they are the person. They were, are they, they're going to say the thing. The way that you cause disruption is by being you. You come into the, you bring that energy. You say the thing. You call God, the people out. The mic. I'm so <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry. I felt uh, the disruption. I know. I was like, damn, are you sure? It's not in your first house. Uh, no, but it's like, yeah. So you... That means you can, you might be conscious of that. You might turn, you might like doing that and you know you can turn on your super intense personality at moments because you want to, you know, cause things or you don't try to cause things at all, but you just living out loud the way that you do makes people really jealous of you and they might shame you for, they might criticize you for being confident or for going for always going to a party and having a good time or whatever. Like people will say those um, kind of cutting underhanded compliments about the way that you express yourself, you know, you just be yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, I was looking at uh, a website. This is like a good kind of angel fire looking site, but I liked a lot of their like info um astrologyexplored.net talked about like first house people um kind of on a different rather than like it kind of talked about like your mission a little bit for each one of like why what you might be here to do now or like what things you might notice that maybe other people are going to notice and that you're going to be in charge of being like the person that does it but um this one was more for the first house was all about like trusting yourself um and that you might 
kind of really going in what I just said, like pick up on things that people aren't seeing and not to like let other people just always like take the reins and stride, especially if you know, like something's like fucked up. So like just trusting in yourself and knowing that you're going to be probably different than everybody else. Um, and just roll with it. Also, uh, the glyph, I forgot like until I pulled this up again is, uh, like Mars and, uh, Venus kind of combined mm-hmm. together. So, Oh, cool. Cause mm-hmm. it doesn't show it on astro.com. Yeah. Astro.com just, just sells it out. Eris. But yeah, the glyph is like similar. It's like the, uh, Mars, but the, the, if you want to the see. end pointing, they added their own a- pointing down. They added their own angel wing on this uh, yeah, graphic, but it's just, but it's just Mars like pointing downwards. Yes. Um, down below into the heiress land yes um in your second house so again it's where you where you um and orly had like so many fucking dope quotes about it she was it's like it's where you experience envy it's where you mm-hmm. like um and it's that's because those are the times when we're jealous of something when we want something um we're angry when someone gets it and we react you know to try to get it uh so we react like uh boldly but so her her whole thing about you know figuring out how to harness it is just like when you take responsibility for the places where you are envious then you can learn from it you can use it as information to get the things that you want but if you just are like mean all the time or whatever like that's you're not getting what you want and you're letting it take over you know Mm -hmm. um so second house uh this is you know stuff you want you are jealous of people's stuff you like you know someone has a thing that you like your particular money uh you know uh jewelry uh (laughs) like clothes all of this kind of stuff yeah um so this could be you know again you you are jealous of of other people's stuff or people are always jealous of your stuff they're always talking about it it's a thing that you like you know you learn it's those things that we learn to like be ashamed of or that we mm-hmm. learn incite reactions in people and these can be it's a combination of both all the time for everybody i think where it's like sometimes you are the sometimes you're the the disruption and sometimes you are disrupting um and if you're meant to disrupt um this one kind of talked about too um to like you're the one that's going to have to like make a fuss if people are like mishandling money or mishandling resources or just being wasteful or not being as efficient um, because you're naturally just going to know how to manage all those things which is not a natural skill to everybody uh i thought this sentence was like funny be like people think you're foolish with your use of money you are not (laughs) so you're gonna know like what's up um i think this is this is unrelated but it's interesting to know like maybe if you are someone that's good with money uh to see if maybe that's another and it's not really showing up anywhere else in your chart maybe it is uh, mm-hmm. an heiress thing for you yes uh all right third house uh these are this can be sibling related this can be sibling rivalry this can be um having a great relationship with your sibling and people making you feel bad about having that great thing um it can also be just like events that happen around a, a sibling or related, you know, this yeah. is also just um, people who say mean things when they're jealous. Right. Um, yeah, this is a uh, sister who steals her sister's boyfriend. Mm-hmm, it's that. We yes. See you. Yes. Those ex- exactly. Or, or brother who steals his brother's girlfriend mm-hmm. or boyfriend or boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever. You know, a big just, sibling. Fuck that. But uh, like that. And yeah, but oh, then yeah. also it's also the people that <laughs> those are my porn <laughs> <circles>. Sorry. <laughs> sibling. Fuck fest. Oh, 
it's the person that talks shit about the thing that they wish that they had. So they're like, oh, well, you, you know, they make fun of you. They, you know, say something rude about the dress that they, that you got that they actually really like, you know, or people yell at you, say really re- rude things to you when you don't, and you're not sure when or why, but it's because when people are, when people are jealous of you, that's how they, uh, react to you yeah this this one talked about like you obviously can make a statement and you can vocalize what you're feeling but to maybe tune into where you might be imbalanced that you might maybe have a tend to push your views on other people and um like get caught up in the like that just like the town crier mentality so just like you have that power but to, like where you disrupt is that you might be putting people off so like just something to be aware of Hmm. Um, fourth house. Uh, you know, this is home, family, also mother specifically. Um, you know, maybe you have a super one of those like super hot, cool moms that you know is is stealing the spotlight. <laughs> um, or maybe uh you you have a very you know uh selfless mom that has devoted so much uh to you and is jealous of all the fun that you get to have because of those sacrifices and you know those sort of things or other people are jealous of your your relationship with your mother or your Mm -hmm. mother um you know the world the maybe she's like a celebrity or whatever that kind of thing so how can you ever live up to this person um, if your mom's a celebrity, also give us a call. <laughs> yes, please. My mom's a celebrity. Get me out of here. <laughs> um, it can also be your literal home that you are jealous of other people's homes or uh, up br- home life, upbringing, uh, that kind of thing. Or other people are jealous of yours. If you have a very wonderful, you had a wonderful idyllic childhood. That's a thing that we, you know, shame people for in our ways. <laughs> or, or just like, right. oh, they grew. You had a bigger house than me. This kind of thing. Um, um, or people are you have a beautiful home and people this are Vanderpump, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, this kind of talked about how you obviously like again, cancer fourth home, you know how to keep a good home because you've been very um reflective on your like basically your past trauma like a family and like wanting to make the home that you want based on the experiences you've had. And if you don't feel like that resonates for you, that it's like it really encourages you to like work on that like if you haven't really worked through some of like the maybe childhood or family issues that you've had like it's something that you need to do because it's like then you'll just have like all the answers that you're looking for um which i think is just good advice and in general but just you can keep a home uh if you've worked through the problems of what was wrong with maybe what were some of the things that were wrong with your home yeah one thing i meant to be bringing this up with all of them too that it's like what the the reaction in the opposite like looking to the opposite house mm-hmm. for maybe some insight into how to like use to channel that disruptive energy productively be like if you are always disruptive in matters of the home like are you devoting too much time to work do mm-hmm. you have a work that's making you not be able to like do, like how are right. you what is there anything there that you can look at do you need a different job so you can afford what you actually want you know right um yeah so uh fifth house this is children and creativity this is also the house of mother's money Mm. um and 
deaths of fathers meaning in any meaning I literally think but it would be mine I, well <laughs> it's my dad's <laughs> birthday today I make stupid was jokes. it debts or deaths deaths oh. but it can also be like removal like one of the things that Ann Ortley talked about about a fifth house heiress is sometimes it's like um a dad who divorces his first child's mother and then gets remarried and starts another family but doesn't bring the the first child Into along it. so it's that's a you know a thing that colors the way that you disrupt and are envious of people's upbringings and so on and so forth Mm -hmm. um it can also be that you have children that people are jealous of or you are jealous of other people's children or you want your children to be children that people are jealous of you know like you you want people to be like oh those kids like those kids are really something else they're always winning they're always doing whatever um it can also be people being envious of your creativity yeah this one leaned more into the um about like romance and creativity things about like you can create like beautiful things that really influence society and basically like it's that if you're like fucking around and not using your gifts well like you're just like wasting your time like you you actually have like this really powerful spot to like make that art that makes people think or do or act get activated or like do something different so I mean, it's interesting thinking of it being, you know, obviously in the Leo house where it's maybe instead of just making it about yourself, you need to like actually make something that comes pure from you that helps other people um, be agents of change, which yeah. I think is it's really interesting. Well, it's like it can go either way where it's like you either are squandering your talents and you're not thinking about how much you could help millions of people by not like in, like by use making yourself of use or are you being too useful to too many people and you're not uh you know thinking about using these like this Mm -hmm. that you have something to say that you need to take up more space and take a you know uh uh, authoritative position in your life maybe this is a fifth house thought but do you think that sorry um whatever side you think you're on is probably wrong like if you think people are jealous of you, you're probably yes. jealous of them. And yes. if you think that you're yes, jealous, absolutely. people are probably jealous of you. Yes. Yeah. I, yes. I, I, I think I know what you're saying. And I think usually when I feel away, I go to that where I'm like, well, what does that mean? Like I get, I just like, it's like, cause it, usually what it is, isn't what it is. Yes. Right. I th- it just from life experience. Yeah. Like I feel like it's like, man, if only this were different, it's like, are you talking about this or that yeah i've noticed that i actually because i think that i'm a pretty jealous person or and not in weird ways not in like i don't know but uh i think i have like a lot of that in me but i've figured out that i literally asked the question what am i jealous of in this situation where i'm like what like what is it that i that i wish i had that this person is is making me react in this way right like i'll see someone like be super good at like horse jockeying and i'm like oh my god and but it's like i'm not jealous of being a really good jockey it's just that they got recognition and they won something and people are talking about them and it's like so cool and oh my god they committed themselves so hard to something that they were good at it and it's Mm -hmm. like oh yeah i don't like i mean maybe i will be a jockey but like it's like it's like that it's like it's not what it is. It's, it's like the representation. The exactly. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you know the four questions. This might be useful to listeners. Um, but it's, it's like a self-help thing. 
so in the vein, I guess, of jealousy, there are four questions, and now I'm going to get them wrong if I don't look them up, but um, it's like, is the first one, <clears throat> sorry, the first one is, is this true, the thought, mm-hmm. and then um, can I prove it, and then the next one is, uh, how do I feel when I think the thought, and then what, who would I be without it? Mm-hmm. So it like t- it like tri- tricks your brain into saying like, oh well you know I'm really I'm really bad at something I'm really bad at cooking and then it's like is it true maybe yeah. can you prove can it can I prove it I guess if I serve someone food mm-hmm. um then the third one what did I just say it was how oh, does it feel how does it feel to feel like that well it doesn't feel very good yeah. to think that mm-hmm. who would I be without the thought mm, maybe I'd be a better person and it like tricks you into or it's like, like oh I would be a good cook yeah the thing so it's like oh okay like learn how to cook then go it's the like you have to do this stuff yeah you know mm-hmm. but that I think those questions like encapsulate this perfectly mm-hmm. um six yeah, I like that a lot. yeah I love it Sixth house. Um, this is coworkers. These are people who, these are employees, anyone who serves you in any capacity. Um, this can also be, uh, this is like service personnel. This is, you are a server, something like that. But these are anyone again, where it's like that, it requires that power dynamic where it's not, you are not partners. This is a, a service situation. Um, pets, health, diet, fitness, you know, six house stuff. But uh, the bi- co-workers sounds like the one where it's like there's a co-worker who just makes you fuck like that all that you are always complaining about that is always getting on your nerves that's always getting the thing that you didn't get um, or you are that co-worker and someone is like I don't understand I don't understand it's really cool that you got that considering you've only been here for two months like mm, mm-hmm. that's it's interesting that they went like that that like you're that person that's just like has a lot of good luck at work or whatever uh- Um this was a little different because it went I like that these have like covered like the different uh, elements of the houses um, it just makes it exciting uh, but this one was more about like health stuff and how and I be weary with this uh, advice again this is for entertainment purposes uh, it was just like you just might know more about your own health than like your doctors and this happens a lot I think with women where you go in being like I'm really serious about this and a lot of the times it's dismissed very easily but like just know like that you are very intuitive with your body and if something seems wrong or you need to go to a specialist or like you're feeling things like you're you feel uh, pregnant you're probably pregnant you're yes. you're kind of demand demand to be second doctor yes. second results because you to be taken seriously you do like you're really in touch with your with your body which is a, which is great um but it's like i mean that sounds like very like you know webmd but like you, you know what's going on so just um follow your gut if someone's telling you like you're fine you know well that God, I'm this. I love this thing so much, and I'm gonna read so much more about this. Um, but that just makes me think of like if you are super in touch with your body, a lot of times that's really frustrating and annoying, and so you Pisces it up and disassociate and go in your dream world or whatever. So you don't take care of your body because you don't want to be in this thing that is like your your uh, antenna to the right. human experience. Well, it's like doctor said I was fine. Guess I'll ignore it. And it's like, but if it's in the back of your brain being like, no, bitch, like maybe not. Like go somewhere else. Like they just brush you off. And it's like, I mean, I've had experiences at the doctors with that plenty of times, and mm-hmm. it's fucking sucks. So also like that is another health issue. If yeah. you're constantly thinking about your health. And exactly. knowing that that's, something's yeah. wrong Hypochond- it's, it's yeah. fucking hypochondria and that's right. not serving it's all about what like how are you 
how are you in your day to day and, and the way, like, are you being of service? Mm -hmm. And it's like, if you're not being of service at all to anyone, that's a problem. Mm -hmm. Um, and if you are just serving everybody, if you're a servant to everyone, that's also not cool. So it's like, again, which, which of these things are true are, and how do I balance them out? Right. Um, seventh house, uh, this is, you know, face to face relationships. Um, I mean, it is your, it can also be marriage. It is marriage and, you know, partnership houses. But um, I think it's more like, at least um, in this Ann Ortley lesson, um, about like just partnerships of all kinds. Right. Um, a lot of people who are good lawyers or mediators have heiress in the seventh house because they're able to um, be disruptive with like people that they have a relationship with. They have to be comfortable um, disrupting connection or whatever, like, uh, so that, and that's not everybody, not everybody is comfortable with that kind of disruption. Um, I have this placement, so I was very interested. Um, but it's like, I think it's also about, and really said something interesting about, um, the value in partnership. Mm -hmm. So it's like, are you a valuable partner? Do you feel like, are you, participating equally in relationships are you the person that just lets everybody do everything or are you the person that does everything um and it's like do you value your contributions and then do you feel that others value your contributions i mean since this obviously the seventh house is just like really like it's like it's love Mm -hmm. right so this kind of touched on disrupting the the notions of roles um i mean it does touch on like you know our gendered male female but also like beyond how you like however you identify it's just like if you have these expectations like well i make a lot of money and they do this and this is how it is it's like it just like just burning that down like because Mm -hmm. you it has to be balanced like at the end of the day like and whatever balance means to you so yeah it's just finding like what works for for y'all because what you and a lot of couples can agree like what you start as is not what you end up being mm-hmm. like eventually down the line. So you, but you need to, you know, obviously communicate. Well, and it's also like getting out of the way of um, fit everything being even or whatever too, where it's like fair doesn't mean that you get something and I get an equal something. It's like sometimes people get more like there are different places uh someone's going to have more of something than you at right. some point yeah. and you have to be and able to still and health right yeah. it's mm-hmm. like you some people you're going to get a little bit more attention if you're sick from your partner mm-hmm. than if you're not sick like, yeah and you have to be able to exactly you balance. have to be able to understand like sit with that and not i just this one was like a very therapeutic one because it was they were saying they were like this is kind of a complex a complicated place to have disruptive energy right um, and i was like thank you so much um, <laughs> also whatever i just said was like a munchausen z thought so don't go down that path of like being <laughs> sick to get attention yeah. from your partner. um what's that what was that one that was sharp objects oh yeah i was thinking also um uh daniel day lewis uh Phantom oh, thread. thread. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you no, want some was, of that viewing. This one I like was thinking about. I was like, well, how does this how does this manifest? And uh that explanation of it being like, oh, taking taking blame like for complex situations. And I was like, oh, I for sure do that. Where I'm like, oh, I am the I am the component in a relationship or a partnership that is responsible for all of the uh upkeep and for all of the 
anything that happens, anyone's upset feelings or whatever, like I am the person that's in charge of that. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's not right. Like that's, that's not an equitable partnership kind mm-hmm. of thing. And like, well, there might be some things you like to do more than the other person, but just recognizing that that's not your assignment ever. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a, di- I'm the dishes lady and I like, don't mind doing it. Like, it's like the chore, like, Pablo's the garbage man but also like sometimes like all men are garbage (laughs) (laughs) putting that on a t-shirt uh but also if I'm tired as fuck and it's like and you need someone to like pick up dish duty tonight like it's not your job like it's not your assigned role for life like when you need someone to tap in wrestler style like that's fine Mm -hmm. um and that can be hard because sometimes it's like we set up the system it should work and it's like systems like it should never 100% be the same way yeah. all the time. When also, yeah. So then it's also like, are you, are you pulling your weight as a partner too? Like, are you, mm-hmm. are you f- like, well, they always do it for me. I know that they like it. That's fine. Or it's like, are you offering to take the trash out? Even though they always take the trash out sometimes, like just do it. It's fine. Like those kinds of things, uh, to, uh, eighth house. Um, you are jealous of other people's stuff. Um, it's those, Anne Ortley described these people as just like the people that just have a jealous vibe Damn, <laughs> that they were like, you can just tell that they're jealous. Like you're Whoa. a jealous, you are a jealous person. You just have a jealous, have a jealous vibe. vibe. What, what a horrible those, vibe. But, I'm so sorry. But it's like, you know, I absolutely yeah, I have ideas vibe. of that, that vibe for sure. Um, or you people like, God, or people bring that- so many people. I'm so sorry. My thoughts are so mean right well, now. I know a lot of when I know a lot of, I'm friends with many Scorpios and some, when a, when a Scorpio is not wearing their poker face, it's like hilarious to see because you just I know this jealous vibe you're speaking of and I can see the forehead wrinkles and I can see like the lip and just I being like I wasn't thinking of Scorpios at all when that came up Ooh. like yeah I wasn't at all I was thinking of different but interesting for my own <laughs> yeah, my <laughs> shut up um, no but it's like that thing of like being jealous of someone's it's like not specific it's like you're just well, I'm jealous like of their dis- essence or whatever. It's right. like that kind of thing. Like these hidden under, th- whatever it is that you think that they have that you don't. It's just giving off it's- the vibe that you're dissatisfied with your own life, which yes. is like sad, yes. you know, where it's just like them. And it's like, are you okay? <laughs> yeah. Or, or you are that person. You people feel that way about you. You are this like mythical, larger than life. Like someone is just like, oh, well she is. It's like that high school nemesis that you were like, well, she is. Ev- ev- she has everything. Nothing bad ever fucking happens to her. Right. And she always like, you know, gets what she wants or whatever. And it's like, that's not true either. Mm-hmm. So uh, it could also be inheritance. You might be jealous of people with inheritances. You might have an inheritance that people think is like the crutch that got you everything that you ever wanted. You know, like it's the reason for every, it's the reason why they don't have everything that you have or whatever. Like it's that component. Yeah. This might, yeah. This kind of touched a little bit on the, on the money thing of like, you might have issues with, you know, inheritance or payments or loans or conservatorships or whatever. If you're the person that's in charge of this, my brain is going off right now. (laughs) And then sexually speaking, um, you might be a sexually dissatisfied person if you're not in control. So like, you are going to have to be the top here. Like you're going to have to like lead the show. Cause like, if you're going with someone else's 100% someone else's sexual 
modes, uh, it's just not going to work out for you. So you need to like insert your dominance, I guess, with like money and sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tough homework, but um, go out there and Someone's do it. Someone's got to do it. <laughs> Get out there. Eighth houses. Um, ninth house, uh, people are jealous of your intelligence or you are jealous of other people's intelligence, um, like education. Uh, I think it's also like belief systems to someone who is um, overly like a dogmatic thing or I guess the the opposite of that would be you know nothing not standing for anything you know that kind of thing being removing yourself from any kind of causes or uh you know mm-hmm. um and uh, Orly said that Trump has this one. Oh. Oh, this is no where wonder he's an idiot. Also, yeah. um, he's jealous of other people's intelligence, of course. Well, also, a lot of this one talked with travel, yeah. and of course, he has to disrupt everywhere exact around words, the fucking globe, the, I, like the, with his buildings and now politics. When it's like the idea of like othering a thing, being being envious of other cultures and stuff too so it's like you have to put down anything that's not your place because you don't feel like your place is appreciated uh-huh. or you know even I mean? like, or like that you you can't you're not impressive that it's like why doesn't anybody think my my place is impressive it's so like when you put up a gold fucking thing yeah. on it or whatever yeah so you're like or it's like my thing is in your place every time so my thing is better like right. the, that well, conquering idea. i mean it's like it's serving mcdonald's and wendy's yes. and just being like american food rules you guys don't like american food and it's like okay like we can agree that you look like a piece of shit all the time uh but besides like the evil one um with travel too like the way you're you might create disruption is that like you're not really meant to like go a normal route like you're meant to see the world you're meant to like not just like travel for fun but like travel might like you might live in a lot of places and you might like want be that person that should experience other people and connect people from all around the world together um so like be the opposite of trump basically Mm -hmm. like use it for good use it for like knowledge and connection and to solve problems rather than to like build walls and borders i think this one is another kind of like disagree like needing to be with your opposite or whatever, whatever it is that you're doing, do the opposite, or you need to hear the opposing side because I think the danger of this one is being like on your, on your soapbox or whatever. And you just have, or being in an echo chamber that never makes you have to think about anything outside of yourself. Like what the other, what is anybody else doing? Well, I think it's interesting too, like the idea of walls. I mean, obviously like the physical wall, that's an issue right now um with donald trump but like um there's like all this research on when we initially strengthened border security that i'm from a border town so this is like my you know vibe um but like 30 percent of immigrants at the time that we strengthened border security were migrant workers Mm -hmm. and they were returning to their home country right and since we've continually strengthen security they fear that they will not be able to get back into the u.s to work so they don't leave so like there is this idea and i think we do it emotionally too where it's like the walls that you build keep in more than they keep out yes and Uh. so it's like you have to realize that when you're doing those things when you're like when you have those instincts to put up a wall and not share whatever with your friend or your partner that you're holding in your resentment you're holding in all those things for yourself so Something to think about. Damn. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Snaps the shoe over here. Um, this also is, uh, it's also rules siblings of spouses. Ooh. Yeah. 
So. Sibs and laws. Um, tenth house, people are jealous of your career or you are jealous of other people's career. Um, you, I mean, yeah, that it's like the, the um, not being, finding that about like work isn't everything. Those are the ones. Or also it's like not needing something outside of like work work can't be the thing that gives you permission to be loved and supported and nurtured and that sort of thing like I'll oh I'll be I'm worthy of love when I have because I have the best job or whatever and then uh, unless unless I have that I can't I'm not entitled to anything comfortable and soft and you mm-hmm. know warm and fuzzy those those kinds of things yeah this talked about like authority and power of like you're basically the way you can disrupt society is understanding that um, you can help take care of people with less power than you and actually like help other people have more power rather than just like being like, I need it. Like you can just like be like, well, we all should like, I'm actually a good ringleader to give everybody else some like a soapbox to stand on and like making it like fair and equal. Um, also, this is my heiress placement. All right. Yeah. Um, I think it also is about like people who um, are afraid to be, excited about their career or like brat be Mm -hmm. proud of their work Mm -hmm. um people that have learned that you shouldn't be don't let people know that you're too successful or else they'll be jealous of you and you know make you feel bad about it that's something i mean like yeah i and again i think we have like all of them in us we can we have the potential like we some people you feel it sometimes you give it out whatever but it does make just so like Oh yeah, it made me think well, about how it. Mine's twelve, so I definitely have all of them. <laughs> well, it's well, it made me think about how it like uh, maybe influences it influences your rising sign too because that's so much about like oh what you learn is appropriate to present and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. No, I mean like I'm like mm, like the ones that are ringing like that rung true for me, and then like hearing the other things are just like mm, I wonder if that person has their like it made me it like what you were saying with the eighth house when I was like my mind was going to like very specific people <laughs> well you're thinking like you know people that fight over inheritance you know I'm right like, mm-hmm. all these people uh-huh. like, well uh 11th house this is uh jealousy of friends these are you are jealous of your friends you feel not included with friends um this is also like uh like the public too this is parties and that sort of thing that it's like if you're feeling um it's like just disenfranchised. I think that that's like a, a that feels like a very generational thing that's happening now where it's like people are feeling with social media and stuff like that, that it's like, oh, people there's a lot of people we're seeing the effects of those people with 11th house feelings of not being included and how that causes oh. disruption mm-hmm. the people that are jealous of numbers on follower mm-hmm. accounts. and uh, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all of it. Uh yeah, this talked a bit about being like, especially with like organizations as well as like friend structures of being feeling like you're the odd person out or like you might not be um, fully, you know, accepted into a group or society at large. But basically, when you get to a place where you feel more centered with yourself, it's going to be easier for you to exp- which makes sense like express yourself to your peers and not feel like you're speaking a totally different language than them. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like. It's macro, not them, it's you is it's what macro, I'm saying. It's macro, micro, where it's like, if you're mad about a micro thing, you should look at what the macro meaning is. And if you're mad about a macro thing, then you have to go within because this yeah. is a you thing. This is an in-house matter, not a, a mm-hmm. you know, front of the house matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I, one of the, I forget what the website was. I forgive me for not citing this, but um, one of the examples that this one rep website gave was Amy Winehouse. That is the 11th house. Love. Uh, Eris and they were, she was like, clearly, uh, you know, she wanted to like connect with people, but was unable to connect with like a person on this level. So she, you know, kind of plays out that disassociation in her, fifth house life Mm -hmm. but then in doing that she creates things that make other people feel connected and feel like they know her or like and feel a connection to her but if you're not able to like accept that accept when you are being invited to belong and to connect like then you're then you're like oh I'm out here on my own it's just me like you're rejecting that and then you know that back and forth kind of well and obviously like um I mean, like the social groups around her enabled her to spiral. And obviously, like addiction is a beast, like no matter who you're around. But maybe thinking of it from the astrological level of like, maybe you are easily influenced to do, you know, go in the wrong direction by groups of friends. Or maybe like you can be swayed. I think this whole like going back and sending yourself like and I'm saying sending yourself like Amy Winehouse need to do way more than just sending yourself like she needed like people around her to like like stop like stop like pushing her to go tour and stop you know saying you're fine and like hold her accountable because she you know she was that's just the path that she went on i miss Amy. i love amy winehouse so goddamn much um but i think that's like an interest i think she's that's an interesting model and i know she has a lot of leo in her chart too so that's again interesting thinking about her specifically too or anyone with this it's also it's just this unrealistic um like power to where it's like you are the one who is responsible for all of these people around you's life and they couldn't possibly take responsibility for the like right. you Amy are so special that you are now charged with the financial responsibility and the like moral thing like you have to have all you have to take care of all of these people so it's like you are larger than life in this way that how could you possibly feel connected to people and then you can't like trust because it's yeah. Well, and they wouldn't have had the life they had without her. Yes. And it's like they and just. And they're jealous of that too. Well, like it's that where it's like the they're going to use Aquarius 11th house thing yeah. too. Yeah. It's like philanthropy and giving mm-hmm. and all of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So okay. it's like those. And those people are jealous that they can't be the one Dude, that's that doing me- it. So they are also going to exploit and make you feel bad for having this talent that makes you, you know, special. This makes me want to like maybe future Patreon. I want to sit down and want to rewatch that Amy doc and like sit with the charts of everybody and be like, okay, like mm-hmm. fucking Blake, fucking dad, fucking everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just like so tragic. I know. Uh, RIP. And finally, 12th house. You gotta know. Um, this is, <laughs> this is like, hidden places um things that you maybe uh don't consciously know that you're jealous of or like you don't know where it came from and it's not as cut and dry um it's always that with this fucking eighth and twelfth stuff yeah where it's like the (laughs) just give me an answer come on (laughs) it's uh, like behind the scene it's because it's behind the scenes it's un it's the unknowable stuff this is um you know like ghosts and past life it's spiritual um like crises of of faith I think would probably fall under this category and Ortley gave this um cool example of a client that she had worked with who um was like had this feeling she was like I don't know what I don't know why I'm feeling angry about this situation or something and Anne had worked with her and they figured out that when she was little her aunt wouldn't let her play with her cousins 
like the aunt would hold her on her lap and when she would try to go she would like pull her back so she was like your aunt was like sending you hidden messages that you mm-hmm. like if you, you follow your impulses you're not allowed to do what you want so she was like she was saying something about like the energy going into your back because she would be holding you this way like there and she said that every time she was like feeling envious as an adult she would have back pains Whoa. stuff like that or it's like but it was like oh that came from it's like a ther. it's like those like therapy the aha moments that people are always worried are gonna happen in therapy where it's like you're gonna lay down on the couch and then they're gonna be like oh i was molested by whatever like yeah repressed things but sometimes it is that kind of stuff and it's like oh that's why i'm jealous of i didn't know i didn't know why this person made me so mad it's because they're triggering this thing in my like in my childhood that I didn't even remember happened, but actually it really still has like a lot of meaning for me and that sort of thing. Like I didn't think of this like coming up physically because of like what each house or like, that's, that's interesting to like think about if this is comes up when you're feeling frustrated or anything. Do you get headache? If you're first house, do you get headaches? Do you like, do you lose your voice? Ankle aches. Yeah, whatever. This is no fair for the twelfth houses. Um, I like so the twelfth house one for this one. I'm I'm gonna read a few things because every other one, like I got the vibe and I can kind of interpret. But I like exactly what whoever the fuck wrote this wrote. Um, about just you, your disruption is the fact that you basically can like contact like other realms, which is just cool. Like this is the I think the coolest one of all. Um. The first thing that was like, Eris gives you a voice to speak about how this dimension's experience doesn't necessarily mirror all of reality. And I was like, yes. And then like the last sentence of it all was, however, because your voice is at a dissonance with the drumbeat of your time, often you're not listened to like Cassandra of Trojan War fame. And it was like, whoa, people just like think you're a nut job because Mm -hmm. you're like saying like aliens like theory of like they only take the the like fringe people right and then when they're open right because no because people won't believe right when When they come come back back, they're like oh and they're like oh crazy tim he's always like that but i thought that was like cool it's like oh you could if you maybe like and i don't know what this looks like for you like if you want to tap into that i'm not saying go get a ouija board tomorrow but like I mean, don't, don't I just not. heard a really bad story oh, actually no. about Ouija board. I just thought it was in an episode of Sopranos. I just watched it. It really they, freaked me out. <laughs> these two guys that I know played with a Ouija board and they have had horrible things happen to them <gasps> since. I, one I, of them's oh house burned down <gasps> and the other one like broke his leg or something. Oh my God. Okay. So maybe before do you, you buy everybody a Ouija board because Hasbro is the devil. Uh, I don't know if they are. I'm just saying it because of Ouija boards. Maybe this might be a good time to go to someone and see maybe how the best way for you to connect in these higher mind vibration things might be. Cause it might not be the what route you even think it is. Yeah. Like I if think you're a big tarot person, maybe there's some other like sound bully stuff or like, I don't know. Like mm-hmm. it's just maybe worth trying something new. I think it's also like one where it's like the um, like just like a trust one where it's like trust that relinquishing control, trusting that there are there are things bigger than you that are at at play that you aren't meant to understand. Um, And some people's paths are more clear, but that's their path and it doesn't matter like mm-hmm. you know don't be angry you you're meant to learn from this more complicated path then or whatever or in this way um and i think it's also uh like also remembering that you even if there is something beyond this you are still having to live on earth so be here too i think this is an interesting lesson wise for me because um i went to a psychic 
like intuitive, whatever reader person a few months ago and she was really good, but I didn't get a lot of answers and I think it was cause I wasn't looking for any. And one of the things she said, so maybe if you're 12th house, this might like vibe with you too was like, um, it, it sounds kind of like basic, but basically, uh, I was asking her about like a, pr- a problem person in my life and she was like, you have to be the example for them. I know you want that person to mm. be the example for you, but they view you as like the elder. So you have to start and like do it first. Um, so maybe that can help you if you have like some kind of, uh, jealousy issues or mm. whatever. Problems. That's a great that is a great lesson for everybody. I think of I mean, like the being the example and the, just like the in orly take a shot. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, she was saying that like night, whatever the placement is, 90% of Eris is just taking responsibility for whatever envy you feel. Mm. And so as long as you're doing that, you can always then, you know, um, make it, position yourself to you and make it a useful thing you can because you take away the charge you uh acknowledge even if it, and that goes for if it's within yourself or if you are bringing that out in someone else acknowledging that they're entitled to feel envy and that's okay like you can say like if someone is jealous of your house you can say i'm sorry i'm sorry that you're jealous of my house like mm-hmm. that kind of thing where it's like oh and then that person is like oh well now i that's okay like then you kind of can't keep engaging it's like when you're when you say like oh yeah that does suck for you and then Mm -hmm. they're like okay well i got what i wanted i just wanted you to say that that sucks for me like you know uh i mean that even goes i've I've said it before too of like from my psychic that runaway of of being like people won't mimic how you're behaving mm -hmm. ever so like don't expect it (laughs) like i know you keep doing that but it's just like not reality such also there is an author on this article i realize it's beth turnage um and this website's from 2015 which is blowing my mind uh but astrology explored is pretty solid um yeah i mean i love this and i can't i want to learn i i'm i'm super interested and i'm gonna be thinking about all of these things it brings up new points which because i don't think we've really talked about just jealousy and vengeance as as a whole like lilith did have aspects and mars obviously represents aggression and thing and impulsy things but this is really like specific um which is yeah it's it, for being so widely generational um this it's kind of almost nice that you can just be like okay let's like just dig into the house vibes and see what we got under the got under the hood mm-hmm. i love it um yeah. So I mean, use it. Use that. Investigate. Don't be afraid of your Check jealousy. Your house. Also, um, it's like you can't usually find this everywhere, but it was what on like the Astro. It's on Astro.com. It's like one of yeah. the. This is an extra a, thing. It's that an you extended need to add. chart. Yes. You have to click the thing. Um, yeah. It's not like on just every chart. So you gotta like go on the extended yes, chart. Pull but down it versions. is. But it is. Um, but we're like, all gonna be Aries. But just we're all Aries. It'll just yeah. House is what's gonna vary. Um, but if you're looking, if you know, if you do have like equal houses or whatever if you know that aries is squarely in your sixth house then you can just look for the aries in your chart. yeah um but yeah i mean that's great let's all use our haters as fuel whoa haters are my motivators yes mm-hmm. exactly i knew there was a thing that i was gonna forget. <laughs> haters are my fuel <laughs> I like, I like hater fuel uh, <laughs> uh and let's be kind to each other and remember that uh we're all we're all jealous of something. Or be a cunt, <laughs> but a, don't expect anything good to happen. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly. a good reminder. We are all 
truly jealous of something else. Yes. And some you might even judge like, why the fuck are you jealous of that? But because yeah. jealousy makes no damn sense. Yep. So. Nope. Bye. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're we're jealous of you uh, for I don't know uh, getting to listen to yes. us. <laughs> That's the worst thing you yes. can say to someone. Honestly, I wish I could be on both ends of this. I right wonder now. if your third house, if you're like, I could host a podcast. These bitches are yes. so like <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Have you have you seen that Chelsea Peretti special where she starts and she's like, I wish I was you guys and. <laughs> like yes. she's like because this is gonna be great or oh my something. god yeah. that's so funny I love it. <laughs> well i hope this was great for you guys and we'll see you next week bye. bye thank you for listening to what's your sign please rate us five stars and subscribe on itunes or whatever podcast platform you use if you like what you heard please support us on patreon you can also find us online on instagram at what's your sign podcast or on twitter at what's yr sign underscore pod you can also like our fan page on Facebook and join our friendship group. Questions, comments, concerns, or to book a commission chart reading, you can email us at whatsyoursignpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. What's Bye. Sign? What's your sign, baby? What's your sign?